0: I was working out with mine yesterday and I was like, hey Siri, can you make the volume louder? She's like, it's at 45%. What percentage do you want? And I was like, 55? And I was like, wow, she got it like
1: just right. Well, that's how you raise the volume on them? Couldn't figure it out. I'm like, am like tapping them constantly. <gasps>
2: Welcome to a July 4th edition of the Friday Night Movie Podcast. It's been a while since we've recorded live, but here I am with my sisters, enjoying a day off, Lily. What, is, what
0: does that mean, live? We're not
2: live. No, I, what I mean, sorry, it's not really live <laughs> as much as, it's been a while since we've recorded a an actual new episode, since we recorded a bunch before I left for Israel on vacation, and now we're back after you a could week. You can just or say so. you miss
0: us. You don't, yeah, don't have to, like. I,
2: I do miss you like, guys. Exciting. Lily, uh, how are you in the Canary Islands?
0: Good. Good, you know. Summer. Enjoying uh, some summer camp. We run a summer camp, which is hilarious because it makes me a hate every kid that's not my own, and b be like, oh, camp is so fun. So it's like this <laughs> weird like combination in my brain of being like, kids are awful. Now, camp is so fun. Now,
2: like in grown-up camp, is there lots of like drama between the counselors? Grown-up oh. camp?
0: Like like older kids camp? You mean? Yeah. Like, like teenage camp? No, no.
2: The counselors, grown the up camp. No.
0: Oh. oh, um, no, it's pretty tame. I would say this year, pretty tame. Um, a lot of CITS. So maybe, maybe just like the second week. And there's like four girls and one guy CIT. So like, I don't know. I'll let you know in a few. Weeks.
2: So you're basically running the Bachelor. <laughs> <laughs> In Spain. The bachelor Would you like this rosa? <laughs> While while there are <laughs> What did you
0: say? <laughs> Would you like this rosa? Don't make everybody a <laughs> a You don't get a asked,
2: Lily, is it safe say, to be running the bachelor this. while people are supposed to be watching children?
0: Uh, teenagers too. <laughs> 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 yeah. So yeah, that's pretty much what I'm
1: at.
2: <laughs> All right, Becky, how are you doing?
1: Well, I figured there's no better way to celebrate the 4th of July, a day of freedom, than to spend the day without your family. Yes. Yeah. Oh, that is my, when I,
0: Becky is winning it for the July. My joy. husband,
1: my child, and my in-laws have driven down to the beach for the day, and I am alone. That is... And it a... is the greatest celebration like of it's my your
2: birthday. birthday. That's
1: amazing. I woke it's up... There was a panic this morning because there was a panic this morning when I overheard whispers that they weren't going to go to the beach. And I literally started to have like are like giving away free gold at the beach no. Girl <laughs> I pretty much had to Say that
2: um, That is amazing I woke up I was woken up this morning by my children Because they are now really into Playing uh, the video game Mortal Kombat versus DC Universe what? One of the many, Kids have
0: never played video that. games though
2: One of the who's many who's new life skills They learned you know when you take your family To a week in Israel a lot Of interesting things happen to your kids. They really grow up. My older kid was walking around barefoot on the moshav, which is a farm for those listening. Didn't took her shoes off on the first day. Didn't put them back on. Walking on broken glass and other. And and other things, and uh, also um, uh, we started playing some uh, video games when we were there, and they're into they're they're into it, but also slightly scared of Mortal Kombat versus DC Universe, which is an older game, but it it is a super fun game.
1: It's great. Nothing to add.
2: Nothing Um,
0: to add. (laughs) Sorry. Um,
2: That's a movie I, I need to make the Mortal Kombat movie over again. For the I, now, I will
0: say though that I'm I'm coming out of like a deep depression of Becky and her family not being here. Um, I had I was with my
1: wait, family. Was it for, verifiably like,
2: six fun weeks. when they were there?
1: Yes. Mm, yes. Lots of laughing, but also a little bit of crying. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> a little bit of both, but
1: everyone Friday you know, from, from like all parties involved,
0: except Vlad. Yeah. But <laughs> um but yeah no it was a lot of fun and I mean like Becky like was like an added bonus but it was really like her kid like that to me was was the most hanging out with her kiddo um and watching our kids together those two yeah
1: it was it was a lot lot of fun by the end would choose to snuggle Lily over me
0: yeah not by the end I did too I, like, walked into the house, and she looked at me, and she was, Mama. I was like, yes.
1: <laughs> yes. That other lady? Forget her now. Her. We, don't, we don't know who she is. She just follows <laughs> you around. Exactly. So Becky's like, I think she needs me more, but she might like you more.
2: And I was like, I'll take it. I'll take
0: it. She's the most delicious. It was so fun so, hanging out with her.
2: So how was your trip, Shy?
0: Oh, Shy. So, oh, so It's Mortal no, Kombat, which is no, the one thing yeah, I wanted mean, to share. I
2: feel How was like... your trip. Oh my. No, but... I have an important
1: question. I had one request for your trip and I didn't see any photos proving that it happened. It actually didn't Did happen. Did you
2: Give your children chocolate milk in a bag. It actually, didn't happen.
1: What? Like, what's the point of going to Israel if you don't do that?
2: You know, I have to say, it did not it did not present itself as as easily as I thought it was going to. And I had banked on going to have it at the big Yotvata restaurant in Tel Aviv, which you by the way, you can't get in a bag. Well, did you go to that? No, no. It seems to have been closed for many, many years, and I'm like oh, way out like of touch. Oh, it's like a ties.
1: lactose attack. Yeah, fest. It seems to have been like...
2: We we were in Tel Aviv, and we're about to go look for it. And I'm looking for it on the map, and I'm like, wait a minute, is it closed? It was so cl- it's been closed so long that people didn't know what I was talking about when I asked them. where. Oh,
1: yeah. love so that restaurant, I have to block the next two days to just be in the bathroom. But it's but, a great
2: restaurant. But speaking of dairy, uh, we did have Israeli ice cream. I promised the kids every day at least once or twice a day, and I I was able to rediscover. I mean, I, I went there looking for this, and they still have it. The show Chocobo. Chocobo translates directly to chocolate inside it. And it is a chocolate bar, like just like a a, a sliver, not even a sliver, a chunk of chocolate surrounded by ice cream, surrounded by another layer of chocolate. Pretty amazing. I had Every different type available. My favorite was how many
0: f- types well, are there, there?
2: Well, there's ones with chocolate ice cream and white chocolate chocolate. Then there are ones with vanilla ice cream and chocolate, um, and chocolate chocolate. And then there is a vanilla chocolate half, like half vanilla so chocolate. Wait, you're, ice so are cream.
1: we changing our sponsorship now to Chocobo instead of Enlightened? Well, no, but I mean, What you're saying
0: is that. Like Americans don't really do ice cream on a stick that well.
2: Well, they might do it. No, they it's, might. In Spain,
0: might, there's like the magnums, and there's all these like different, like very prestigious they, types they, of ice they, cream bars. They, but they, the seats I feel like I can't think of a.
2: They they have magnums. Um, they have magnums all over the place. But I, I The states are
0: in Israel. In in
2: Israel. I think in the United States it's called like a dove bar or something like that. I think it has a different name, but it's the same thing. No, I'm sure, you know, I don't order ice cream on a stick in the United States, so I I wouldn't really know, although maybe I'll, I'll do it more in the future. But there is just something amazing about the ice cream that is made in Israel. I don't exactly know what it is, but uh, we we went for like the local company, the Strauss company that makes the Chocobos, and uh, I tried every single one. And my favorite was definitely the Chocobo Lavon, the Chocobo with the chocolate chocolate and the white chocolate on the inside. Absolutely Hmm. my favorite. Uh, I'll I'll post pictures. I took pictures with each one that I ate. Okay, so so
1: we got a 12-minute description of the ice cream. Is there anything else that you need to cover? You spent 10 days in the Middle East digs you went to no,
2: show camel to we, camel, we did all about. of the we did all of those things we also saw our amazing friends we saw the Green family we saw the Vogans and we saw the Schuchters. and all of which were a tremendous amount of fun and uh, it was it was a really it was a really great trip but but mo- you know the number one question anyone in our family should be asking when someone travels is of course what movies did you watch on the plane
1: Mm -hmm. I mean, that's the whole reason for getting on a plane.
2: I mean, if you're going to sit on... Now, I sat 11 hours now. I sat 11 hours... Both ways, I was the one who sat with the kids because we had a row of 11 hours
1: child's play. Try 13 hours with an 18 month old.
2: Oh, that's pretty intense.
1: Been there and done that.
2: So, so we had so we had multiple legs, but the long leg of the flight, which was 11 hours, it was me and the two girls, and we did a little bit of watching movies together, a little bit of of them watching their own thing. Wait,
0: where was Allie?
2: She was in the like the aisle on the seat row over. She she. Interacted with our kids a couple of times on each of the flights to like go to the bathroom with them wow. when she was awake.
1: Also, I'd like um, a, a a food review because you are someone who loves airplane. You no, know,
2: Air Canada's food was really terrible. Like it was there was not a single edible thing. Like it was disgusting. I, I actually I look forward to airplane food. It's like a fun little salty treat, and it was basically soggy, wet. Cheese chicken, every yeah. meal, even the breakfast. Why the didn't you go for the pasta?
0: Chicken.
2: No, the pasta was, oh the pasta was even grosser. And oh, then no. the one time, always a safer and one, and then, one. And then at one point they ran out of chicken, and I got the beef, and oh. it was it was more like beef bubble gum, really chewy. It was so, and and you know how much I love airplane food. It was, it was everything was terrible. Um, the only thing that was really yummy was getting the biscoff, those lotus cookies. You know what I'm talking about. They're like, like, I don't know, flavored with molasses or something like that. Google it. You'll see. You'll know what I'm talking about. They're like baby cookies, but those are pretty good. The rest of it was terrible. Absolutely terrible. But the movie situation was really interesting. Would you like me to start in on the movies? Yes. Okay, so I'll, I watched. I, I was able to watch. This is the advantage of traveling with older kids. Uh, you just every once in a while, if you're watching something R-rated, you have to hope they're sleeping or watching or really into whatever they're watching, so they don't see what's on your screen. Because a couple of times they they caught what I was watching and they got scared, so I had to switch it off. So because at one point I said, "Oh, we're gonna go do archaeology. I'll watch Raiders of the Lost Ark." And then as soon as the skulls start flying, my kids were like, "Turn it off! Turn it off!" I'm like you're not even watching it. <laughs> but h-
0: were you just watching it on a computer, the three of you? How yeah. do you- no, I was
2: watching it on my private screen, and they were watching their stuff, but they ah. look over and see what I was watching, and if it was terrifying, they got scared. Uh. So, I watched Night School with Kevin Hart and Tiffany Haddish, which oh. starts off kind of funny, and both of them are amazing, and the movie is gets it's so terrible. Uh, and, and, oh, and, really? And, and,
0: and,
2: I feel like
0: it's a pretty easy movie to make
2: great. It's an easy movie to make great, and they had lots of great supporting actors, but everything was really, really random, and And one of the main revelations of the movie is that his character is in night school because it turns out he was dyslexic and had some other learning learning disabilities, but the way in which he overcomes those in the movie is by Tiffany Haddish putting him in an octagon uh, like a MMA octagon and just beating him up until Didn't he gets the answers. Didn't
0: they already make a movie like
2: that? No, but she just throws what? him into the octagon and beats him up until he gets the answers right. So there's oh, no... okay,
1: so they obviously had um, like special Education um, professionals it's, consult on right, film.
2: Right, right. right. Obviously, like their special education message in this is that if if you just beat people up, they will possibly pass the test which he doesn't even pass the test so i mean they just
1: bullied them into learning yeah no they, they definitely had special
0: didn't, education Didn't security. kevin james do a movie where he had to learn in the ring or
1: something i don't can't maybe in spain
2: that's a I, movie I, I don't know <laughs> maybe Come that's on. in spanish netflix in any no. either way it, it, it was it, it was really there it was a bunch of other things that really bothered me it. It, and and so and which is a real shame because i just saw kevin hart and tiffany haddish in secret life of pets 2 with my kids love that my wife cracked up during that movie that was really great they're obviously awesome hey, here
0: comes the boom here comes the boom. Never he's a teacher. heard of that. Oh, I never did see heard. that
2: one. Yeah, that one's... Yeah, he's that one's, a teacher that, who
0: has to do MMA to like that. That's not with a Salma movie? Salma Hayek. Salma Hayek. Yeah, Henry yeah. Winkler. That,
2: mo- that movie's That lovable. <laughs> what? But Night um, School is not good. There's a. There's a. There's something else in Night School that I, if you guys get around to seeing, which maybe you'll never see it. I'm now, not. That really, no. really, that really, Can really. Can you just bothered.
1: spoil it for me because I'm not going to see it. it?
2: Okay, so. Uh, uh, he has a... I mean, This is spoilers for a not-good movie. So he has a love interest in the movie Ooh. that is his fiance that he's trying to win back by going to school. And throughout the movie, they kind of... They don't really have a sexual tension between him and Tiffany Haddish building. And at one point, they are, they all decide to go to prom, a teenager's prom. All the people in night school who are, like, grown-ups. Um and he's about to hit on and he starts hitting on Tiffany Haddish because of course if there's a male and a female in a movie inevitably they're going to have a romantic relationship instead of just leaving it alone right exactly instead of just like leaving it alone and letting her be someone who like believed in him and helped him you know with his relationship and all that and then their way of getting out of them being in a relationship is not by saying something like her being like really professional being like I don't date my students or this is not appropriate, or you know, she she announces that she's a lesbian. There's no real discussion of her love life as part of the story. It just
1: comes out of but nowhere. The only reason the filmmakers could come up with that they wouldn't date would be that you would have she to be to a, be a, le- a lesbian. lesbian, exactly. Otherwise, obviously they would date.
2: Exactly. It just it made it, it exactly that is that hmm these two people can't be together. Well, let's make this uh, th- let's make this character gay, and that's the only explanation.
1: Now, do you feel like because you saw this on a play? You tolerated it more or less.
2: Uh, I can't see myself having sat through it. I, w- <laughs> I probably wouldn't have gotten to that part to hate it even more when I got to that part. So got it. It's a really okay. stupid movie. All right. But so th- what else was on the docket? Okay. Then Seven
1: I. hours. You got at least.
2: So I can't do math. instant family. I mean. Instant family. My two word review, instant classic. Marky Mark. What? I
0: really wanted to what? see it. Next Marky Mark. It together. Marky really Mark and Rose it.
2: Byrne. I watched it. And uh, and Margot Martindale, by the way, who's amazing in it. Oh, and love her. Isabel Moner, who is going to star in the new um, uh, Dora, live action version of Dora. Holy crap. I cried so many times during this movie.
0: <laughs> I'm worried it might be the cabin pressure. Because no, no, I cat, feel like airplanes, the, right? Movies The cabin that make pressure you does
2: it, but the movies object. Good. Allie watched it. It's a her, true story, isn't back. it? And it's, and, a, and it, and it's a it's a true-ish story. Essentially, it's about these two. You know, very financially, uh, you know, like they're they're doing great in their life and business. This couple who decide out of the blue, not out of the blue, out of the blue, but kind of out of the blue, to adopt not just one kid but three kids, all essentially like close to teenagers or or, or teenagers. Um, And it's a very emotional, sweet, and funny story. It, It it is not like perfect, and I read reviews that said like it's imperfect, but it is really thoughtful and 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 puts a lot into giving you uh, a, a lot into giving you the complexity of different families dealing with adoption and fostering. And it was I thought a beautiful movie. And uh, Tignataro and Octavia Spencer are also <gasps> supporting characters in it.
1: I'm either, either a huge Tignataro. i was
0: gonna right say now. any Tignataro addition to a movie is yeah.
2: to me that's a excellent. stamp of of credibility. Anyways, yeah. it's a super thoughtful movie. And Marky Mark is terrific in it Rose Byrne is terrific in it and the kids always I, I want to say that
0: they make the commercial makes it look stupid cute but stupid no, no, no. I'm it's so a, glad it's it, it's really a drama
2: with it's a drama with some funny parts but I wish it was, it was terrific.
1: trailers were actually cut to show you what the movie would really be like. Because I mean, the I trailer makes me be like, oh, outside. it's just like a silly comedy. But if I knew it was a bit more dramatic, I'd be more
2: interested in uh, seeing I it. I totally thought it was going to be like like The Parent Trap. Look at these wacky adults and these yeah. wacky kids. Nope. It's yeah. a, it, it has funny parts, but it is a like funny and cry kind of thing, which I don't usually go for, but... All right, I will like give it.
1: it a try. And
2: and and really one of the better Marky Mark um, uh, performances. I saw... This was a really cool one. This one I had to wait till the kids weren't paying attention because it, it turned out to be more R-rated than I expected. But this is a movie starring Peter Dinklage and Jamie Dorman on HBO called My Dinner with I, Hervé. I think it's
1: Dornan.
2: Dorman. Dorman? Dorman? Whatever. The, 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 Jamie, the guy from Fifty Shades of Grey. I, just,
1: I, know, I know I'm excited to hear your review, but just... It's hard for me to imagine him being in a movie that's good. He's not the best. Jamie Dornan.
2: So uh, the movie's about... Herve Villachez, who is the guy who played Tattoo on uh, Fantasy Island and Knickknack in mm-hmm. the James Bond movies and he when we were yeah. little he was in those Dunkin' Donuts commercials uh-huh. and it's it's quasi based on a true story. It's not like a 100% true story but the director and writer of the film was well, the last person to interview Herve Villachez um, bef- uh, before he died. Oh, wow. And it is essentially a sort of a. a dramatization slash fantasy a little bit of of that of that night when he interviews him. And, and Peter Dinglich is out of control, amazing in the role. Obviously. Guys, just the best actor. Obviously.
1: Just obviously, he's on another level.
2: And what I read was he was apparently very involved in in trying to get this movie made and and produced it. And so to me, that's also another element of it that's really interesting. And uh, and it's it's it follows your sort of typical. L- you know, last night with a celebrity, dark, uh, dark story, a dark story with some funny parts, crazy night. Uh, but, and, and Jamie Dorman's character is a little bit, you spend a little bit more time on him than, than you want to, because you're not really watching to watch this guy react to the famous mm-hmm. person, but you do need that character to, to look through his eyes. Um, but it was so well acted and Andy Garcia is in it playing Ricardo Montelbaum in a few scenes and he was also a real highlight of it, anyways it wasn't too long it was really well acted, if you have HBO go, pop it on uh, straightforward but really really good, and then just to go through some of the other things really quickly we saw, I watched Best of the Best the Taekwondo classic starring Eric Roberts amazing, and and James Earl Jones Amazing, still amazing. We
1: really have quite the uh, spectrum of choices on this
2: mm-hmm. trip. Mm-hmm. Then mm-hmm. I watched Happy Gilmore with my, I watched Happy Wait Gilmore the, with my old older that's daughter. Wait yeah, It's pushing the edges But it's appropriate cool. it's, it's, Happy seems... Gilmore is one of his More PG rated movies uh, Robin Hood Men and Tights I eat shit Like you for breakfast yeah, yeah, You no, eat shit for, for, bre- for breakfast <laughs> yeah. yeah that part Went overhead um, Robin Hood Men and Tights Way more inappropriate Than Happy Gilmore But Really Beloved Yeah uh, I finally caught the end Of Bumblebee Which was very good It is now officially The only good Transformers movie
1: Is it good? Because I have been More and more curious To see it
2: It's It's the It is the best of the Transformer movies. That have oh,
1: made. got it. Okay, yeah. So, well, so I was about to watch sense, it on the plane, and then it, it turns out I was traveling with an 18-month-old. It,
2: so It's the only, yeah. I would say, through and through good one. Meaning, if you, it, it, it raises some continuity questions about the other ones, and then what you say to yourself is, eh, I'll just pretend all the Shia LaBeouf ones don't exist, and I'll start with this one. So, well, that's easy for me. Haley Steinfeld is super, and they actually make the Transformers look like Transformers, so that's cool. And then, wait, best of all, because I'm always showing my kids weird stuff I got the kids hooked on watching news radio and we watched like 20 episodes in the last
1: really week. yeah well, your kids are watching news radio they're five I feel like that's too adult
2: for me you no know, it's just really weird it's just like a right. really quirky like, weird show Anyways.
0: I feel like that's asking them to watch Seinfeld
2: so, those like, are, so, so that's what I've been watching it? Becky what are you watching
1: I am obsessed with, like, I don't know when new episodes are being released, there's only five episodes. And I am truly obsessed with Tignataro under a rock. Funny or Die. It's on YouTube.
2: Oh, we it saw is, her talk about that before
1: it was I created. I shared
0: that the episode. A
1: message. Yeah, she sent a message. It is my favorite show. And like, she doesn't know who James Vanderbeek is. They're people, and she doesn't know who they are. And the talk like show. Why is they're famous? Figure who they are, like what they do, and what their name is, and why they're famous. And it might be the funniest thing I've ever seen. I mean. I, I, her her episode with with Yclef is like unbelievable. It's so good. She's um amazing. so I've been I've been very obsessed with that actually. Um I, I sorry, I have to I, I have to pull up the show notes a second. I I'm sorry. I didn't is have it on a, your phone?
2: You had oh.
1: I, I wrote notes in them and I just I'm pulling them up. I didn't have it open on my computer right now. Just yeah, give me. I you can. said that free solo is open. not
2: a plane movie.
1: No, no. You said what am I watching? Sorry, that was a TV show I was watching. I'm very excited about. So, but we're still talking about plane movie categories. Sorry, you're just giving me a blanket statement of what are you watching, but specific to plane movies. So I'm traveling. With my 18-month-old. Sorry, I know I've said that, like, a lot of times on a very long flight, 13 hours. That was one of many. I've done that flight three times, Becky. Three. And you're a hero for it. But this is my experience. And you can't, you can't, like, realistically, you can't rely on being able to watch anything. So you just, like, sit there with your kid and I actually put on movies for her, like, cartoons for her, and then she just watched them on silent and she was mesmerized by it. So she watched, like, Dory, no, Nemo and Moana Oh, By good. the way, I definitely like Moana better without the sound. Is that weird? Except I for that like. one song, "How Far I'll Go." Except for that one- <laughs> na, na 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 na. Except
2: for like yeah. the song. Whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa! Don't mess with Moana, guys. I
1: love it, but anyways, well, it was really fun because what we would do is we put on the movie and then. What about like, the shiny I'd, song? i I've seen the movie, but uh. Vlad hasn't seen the movie, so. I was telling him the story, like narrating the story to him without sound, but I didn't quite remember it. And then we eventually put the sound on and we're both like, whoa, Becky's version is way better than whatever's happening. Um, but really, you know, you're sitting in your seat, and pretty much anyone sitting in a row in front of you and off to the side, you can see all their screens. Mm-hmm.
2: So I, I, I feel like well, that didn't used to be that way. They used to make no, them more discreet. No, you just were
1: shorter.
0: No, it, you could. I, it's no. actually harder to see the person next to you than it is to see the
1: person... One room in front of you on the aisle. But, like, so I had, say, like, three aisles I could see and then, like, three middle seats I could see. And then if I, like, tilted in, I could see the two seats in front of me also. One, I learned something, which is that the majority of... Air travelers agree with me that Baywatch is the absolute best airplane movie. <laughs> Every single person in my vicinity watched that at some point on the
2: plane. <laughs> that
1: movie's amazing. Get on a plane and watch it. Perfect uh, for a plane. Love yeah. The Rock. The altitude makes you giggle even more. Yes. Number two, why don't people know that certain movies are not meant for airplanes? Like I when saw somebody skiing. watching. Oh, Sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead. No free solo. No, but that's what I'm saying. Is that you're, oh. you're selecting through thousands? They literally give you like one. Oh, was that you? Oh, you kids. said that too, right? Or did you say like, Han Solo? No, Lily. Oh my God! Enough of the it to with the solos. Um. So like you're. You have a hundred movies to pick from these days and TV shows and games and all these things and you're, you say to yourself, I'm going to watch on this teeny tiny little screen with terrible sound, the movie about an epic rock climbing journey up the largest face of rock in the world. I'm going to watch that on a teeny tiny screen. Right. So I just get very frustrated. It's like I think I want to tap them on the shoulder and go, it's okay, not I... appropriate for the situation. When I
0: read um... <laughs> When I read your notes, I assumed you were saying Han, the Han Solo movie. And that made me think, oh, that's like the time that I somebody uh, somebody's watching Free Soul. And I was
1: like, no, turn your screen off. Right. Uh-huh. Exactly. So that's where I'm at. I, I, um, but then I did actually on my phone while while my kid was sleeping um, and Vlad was sleeping, I did get to sneak in. Um, I had downloaded in Isn't It Romantic on my phone. Um, from Netflix, and I did get to watch that, which Ooh. is the Rebel Wilson. Is it William on Netflix? Hens- is Hors- it on Netflix yet? In, in Spain. Spain, so oh, I was in Spain. And I downloaded it, like, and so I knew I was like, no matter what happens, I have is, to it, watch it on is, the flight before I get internet.
2: Is it weird that because I know it's on Netflix somewhere, I don't want to pay for it in the regular? Oh mode.
1: yes, because I don't. All of it, yes, you should You don't need to pay for that movie. And you know what? Let me tell you. As far as like a free Netflix movie, it is exactly what I want. It's like found money. Yeah, it's so much fun she's so funny. I actually thought it was very creatively written and done. I thought it was like a really cute rom-com parody. Ooh, um, rom-com and the comedy, my only right. my, my only issue with the movie is that Priyanka Chopra is so beautiful and so majestic. I have yet to watch her in anything where I where it's not breaking the fourth wall for me. Because oh, she's so it's like it's unreal. Like, like, yeah, no, Becky texts no me and she's can... like
0: she needs a better agent. She shouldn't be in this movie. Like I can't, like, I don't know what the she should be in. But she's
1: so amazing that no matter what I watch her in, I'm I'm so aware that I'm watching her that it takes me out of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. So that's my, my only my only thing. And otherwise it was delightful.
2: That's awesome. Mm-hmm. All right, Lily, what what are you what are you up to?
0: So, I, I'm not um, on any planes, um, so I don't have... I mean, I've taken many planes. I could regale you with plane stories. Um, and, however, I've been watching a few things, so I could share that. Yeah. Um, so... Um, I've discovered and I know I've said this, but Shits Creek is like my T V show spirit I, animal. I'm
2: now 100%. I finally gave in and started watching the fifth season. It's amazing.
0: Is it oh my god, season three is so I feel like season in season three you're really seeing um uh, Alexis, like another layer of Alexis, oh, yeah. and you get more of her like wild stories. Um, and I just watched the episode where they find out she never graduated high school, <laughs> and and their parents are like, "We sent you to boarding school in Switzerland because we trusted you to finish it." <laughs> it's just so good. I mean, I just love that show so much, um, and. Uh, billions shy finally you've been mentioning billions for months Uh, we're finally watching it and I can't wait to like break it down with you and talk to you about it because it's fantastic it's rare that a show this complex with this many good actors with this complex writing could it would be like if somebody went like the big short had four seasons and they were all good of the movie. Like, Big Short is a good movie, and it's been, I mean, it's a brilliant movie, but it, like, ends there, and it's like, it can't go a minute more because it's going to implode, like, because it's just too too complicated. Do you know what I mean? But then they made four seasons out of something about what, like, 90% of the population knows nothing about and doesn't understand, which is, like, the complexities of uh, Wall Street like, f- uh, investment funds. Yet, it's amazing. And I often have to pause it to, quote, unquote explain the stock Market to Jose, <laughs> so you oh, should see how that conversation that right goes. On. What's going I'm on like, that. yeah, I'm like, well, and sometimes I can to explain, it, and then sometimes it's just like just pretend it doesn't matter, just move on. It's not important to the story, but it's great. I do like season three better though. That to me is the best.
2: Oh, you like so, season three better? Okay.
0: Yeah, I feel like the stakes are higher in season three, and season four is getting a bit dramatic. Like it's getting a bit.
2: Well, the way the shorty. character, the way the characters talk at this point is is, a, is borderline comedic.
0: Right. And it's not even that, just like the certain turn of events in season four are like really very dramatic and over the top, um, which is fine. It's still so brilliant. So um, if you think, I feel like there's no trailer that would make you want to watch the show, except me and Chai, because it sounds like the most boring show ever, but it's so amazing. And then, um, oh, Becky, we can hear you typing, sweetheart. Use your phone. <laughs> I thought I was on mute. Sorry, <laughs> you're you're. Oh, I don't know. Okay, and then um, yeah, I was uh, from my uh, one of the last times I was talking about flea bag. Uh, which I think is brilliant, and I love. I watched all of season two on my flight home from Philly when I came home with Beck, um, and I was talking to our dear friend, like uh, messaging with Danielle Stein, our dear friend, about how amazing it is, and that. Was brilliant. It's like a very dark, female-driven story, but I—it just came. I was, that's show dipity right there. Came at the right at the right time. Just like really uh, was a perfect plane movie, plain show for me. And then uh, Becky brought up something before. Like, how come trailers don't show you? You know, we get annoyed that it's trailer.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: There's two different kinds of mishaps. I feel like there's the trailer that made you think it was a different movie, and then you saw it and you were pissed, or a trailer. Made made something not look good or interesting and then you never saw it and had to wait to hear about it like insta family like months later and been like months ago I could have enjoyed that you know what I mean that trailer did a bad job so I feel like we watched the movie A Vigilante with uh, Olivia Wilde and The trailer made it look like this, like, very um, intense, like, thriller, exciting uh, movie about a woman who is domestically abused who then turns herself into, like, a powerhouse vigilante and like helps other women okay um like this code like women will have, like they get passed around and like we'll call her there's a code she knows where to go and she like solves the problem with them for, without killing the the person anybody she doesn't kill anybody but she like threatens enough and like sets it all up to save the other person yeah the movie is like kind of a little bit about that and there's an entire underlining story that has nothing to do with whatever you saw in the trailer and it's extremely depressing and sad and I feel like I should have been warned (laughs) so like maybe it would have been a good movie if they would have been upfront with how much it's a drama and not a thriller. So I feel like they did themselves a disservice because I would have liked it better. And I'm just going to shout out to the another podcast here, homecoming. I know this is like a few years ago already, but homecoming season one was brilliant. I actually think you'd really like it a lot. Um, the podcast, have you seen it? Mm,
2: It's a podcast. I've heard it. No. (laughs)
0: Um, it's really great. Now it's a show on Amazon Prime with Julia Roberts, but it comes from a podcast, a fiction podcast. Wait,
2: they're making shows about podcasts? How are they not making uh, a show about this podcast? Who would
0: play us?
2: That's a whole other episode. We can't no, do that now. Let's, to, le- let's leave that hanging the out there. Yeah. I'm putting it in the ether. There, who would play us? The
0: Friday Night Movie Podcast, who plays us? In fact, it's not animated, so you can't have an animated pancake.
2: Right, right. It's
0: live. Action. Okay. Because if it's animated, it's just our avatars. Animated, you know, at it, Pixar. But
2: yeah, um,
0: but yeah. So yeah, they are making sh- Dirty John is from a podcast.
2: I haven't seen Becky, Dirty John. Is that a show or Becky, a movie?
0: That is a podcast that they turned In into a, a mini series with huh. Annie Britton and um, ba- the Banissons. I've talked about this. The
2: Banissons. Oh, okay. Yeah.
0: Um. So Homecoming, Becky suggested it. Great. Uh, fiction podcast like the story is it really makes you appreciate editing sound editing because it's it's done as if you're watching a show
2: it's brilliant as opposed to just like the you, three of us yapping at each other just talking
1: over each oh, other Homecoming is yeah, so well edited yeah, it's yeah, fantastic. And, it was super well and it's Kat Keener, David
0: Trimmer, Amy Sedaris. Like the The, act, and Isaac, the acting is amazing. So, so the, the, the voice pod, acting.
2: The podcast that I like that has like a narrative is called Voyage to the Stars. And it's with uh, Janet Varney and um, Felicia Day. And oh the dude from the dude who plays uh, Garrett on on, um, uh, Colton, Colton, uh, the guy who plays Garrett on Superstore. Mm -hmm. Anyways, and it's like a sci-fi comedy and, and half of it is improv. So they have like a loose thing of the story, but every episode is somewhat improvised. It's hilarious. That should be made into an animated series or a live action series. It's awesome. Now that we're talking about podcasts and things.
0: Um, yeah. Okay.
2: Well, all right. This Garrett
0: is, is Colton Dunn.
2: Colton Dunn, that's it. All right, so it's been fun catching up. Do you guys have any other parting uh, revelations or things to discuss? Let me check the show notes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's what they're there for. Um, nope,
0: just, um, yeah, that I'm pumped for Stranger Things. I know. Oh, I'm so excited. I am. I mean, but, like, weren't you a bit? at the end of season 2 a bit kind of looking forward to that they were going to move away from that like the upside down or that monster thing yeah i got like a bit I, excited and then the I, last
1: shot of that season is the monster once again there but i i listen i haven't watched any previews cuz i want to be totally surprised by this season you too, but i, I but but i but I my my hope is that something shy had brought up with last season is that that one episode with like the ragtag kids that eleven joins The X-Men episode, I think it would be really cool, Shai. What you were predicting is that really this season is about that group of, like, all the kids with special powers and some sort of something
2: yeah, going yeah, on. Yeah, they, so. they, they can't do kids running around with Demogorgons and the Upside Down again. That can come later, but they need to need to Right, do and I hope they're moving
0: away from, yeah, the origin story. It's, like, an, or, enough.
2: Yeah, they need to go out and kind of explore the universe a little bit more, do some more stuff. The kids are growing up. Dude, they can come back. They'll come back, because every show has to. Like, they can't not come back to their pilot. They'll eventually come back, I think, to the Upside down in the demogorgons and the and the origin and that's a fine way to wrap up stranger things when it's time but i think they need to go there's so much potential with both the characters and the abilities that they don't need to do the same thing again and and i yeah and also like once you ha- once you go from alien to aliens right once you go from one demogorgon to all the demogorgons chasing them across the cornfields right like you 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 can't you can't go back from that effectively <laughs> and have everybody still be into it like I like Alien 3 as much as the next guy or more than the next person but anyways that that's my point there uh, I, I have a couple other important things to raise number one took my family to see the Rolling Stones last night and they are still amazing kids loved it. We didn't, We couldn't stay for the whole thing, because it was, it was uh, pretty late, and it was really far away, but we made it through Sympathy for the Devil and Honky Tonk Woman, and they also uh, played Rocks Off, which is the lead track on, on Exile on Main Street, which is one of my favorite songs. It was like a crowd request, and that, that was pretty amazing. That, that was a kind of a bucket list moment for me. And then also, I think I buried the lead on this, but I came back from <laughs> Israel officially liking Marmite. Yeah. Uh, our, our friends in Israel, the got family, and eat it, they right? eat yeah. Marmite isn't on just, everything. Isn't
1: Marmite just, um, isn't it just like really thickened,
2: like soup bouillon paste or something?
1: Yeah, was, like, I don't know it's yeast the extract. War?
2: Whatever it is, I'm 100% on board. Yeah, that's you what can't, it is. You can't over Marmite something. But a little margarine, some Marmite, and some cheese, and mm. Oh, God, Chai, you're making me queasy. So it's just, you know, an old dog
0: can learn new tricks. So are you telling me is you're going to be eating Marmite? Is this one of those things you only do on vacation? But or is it coming home with you?
2: No, I I I ordered uh, a little a little thingy of Marmite, which is already at the house. I had it this morning on some (laughs) some bread. Does it
0: taste the same? Not on vacation, because some things should just stay on vacation.
2: That's an interesting point. No, so far it tastes pretty amazing. But I don't have my marmite guides. You do need like a marmite guide to guide you through eating it. Like well, I was gonna make it myself and they were like, No. And they had one of the kids like spread it on because they're like too much and you'll freak out, yeah, man.
1: You need just like like a hit because it's basically like bouillon or something, or like it's yeast yeah. extract. Yeast extract, that's what that is. You think it's alive? It's it's, it's just MSG. That's yeah. what it is. What? I think that's what yeast extract is, right? Just like no MSG's No chemical. no, it's just, it just just
2: tastes really salty MSG and it's really safe. salty and bitter. <laughs> okay. Well that sounds like fun. All right, guys. Where can people follow you, Lily?
0: Uh Chi Chi K as in the letter K. Gomez. Chi-Chi Chi Chi is C H I. C. H. I. K. Gomez. Uh, on Twitter. That's where you can follow me. And Becky and Friday Night Movie on Instagram at paper
1: bk princess on Twitter
2: and you can follow me at pancake four table that's pancake and the number four table on Twitter and Instagram and all of the Friday Night Movie shenanigans and, uh, on at at Friday Night Movie on Twitter and Instagram as well as um, Friday Night Movie I also Pi. I
0: feel like I need to shout out to Brian. From Brian Stever from,
2: from take yeah. Two Podcast who told take you two. to start actually reading out your Twitter feed.
0: Oh, did he say that? He's the one <laughs> isn't
2: he the one who told you that you need yeah, to Yeah, I change. think
0: so. No, but I why why, why else you are you
2: shouting I mean there's always a reason to shout no, out. No, just because
0: his like his trolling you about the friends thing on Twitter <laughs> has been like one of the greatest joys of my life.
2: <laughs> You'll never convince me, me so that this show wrote Ross and Rachel is believable. I argued with this. By the way, I argued with this with my wife yesterday in the car ride.
0: uh, So I love how Lon's, shout out to Lon's, who
1: jumped in on there,
0: too. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, you guys should, whoever's listening should catch up on this Um, feed.
1: I want to give a nice nice big shout out to Cousin Vanessa, because we will be beginning our summer screening schedule tonight with a kickoff with Stranger Things season three. So shout out to my partner in show-watching crime here. Not
2: gonna, I'm not going to pre-announce our guest, but we have a cool guest to come and talk about Stranger Things. Uh, a local hero here in the D.C. area is going to be our show. Things guest. Very mm-hmm. excited. And, uh, and um, last but not least, I want to shout out to Hold On, what were we just talking about? I lost it. Oh my goodness, a rare time where I late, lo- lo- we were talking about Lons and Brian and Oh, uh, Oh, yeah, sorry, the gold nerds. We're talking about Lots.
0: You know, I was I was surprised I was gonna I was gonna ask you about it, but well, I was, Go ahead. And I ask figured me about since it. you didn't no, I figured since you didn't mention I was like, Oh, maybe Maybe he doesn't want
2: to mention. No, it no, well. no. I, I, I would have. But yes, Lon's and Ash and I had the opportunity to, to interview, interview. Yeah. Sean Gambroni. Oh yeah.
1: That's you didn't great. read any of this beforehand. The like,
2: lead, the lead, because we, you know, it takes a while to organize these things, and you know, you do you never want to raise expectations and make it a thing until it happens. But we got to interview Sean Gambroni, the lead who plays Adam on Adam, the Goldberg's man. on the Gold Nerd's podcast. So head on over there. He gave us over a hundred minutes of his time. It was. Oh, so wow. much fun we talked about his career we talked about working with all the different actors we talked about the highlander episode i he i told him whether and he was so nice about it all about mom taking me to meet weird al it was a really 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 fun time and a fun episode and as a podcaster a real special moment to to and he was so gracious and wonderful as is everybody we've ever interacted with from that not
1: to not to ask for a spoiler but did you i mean did you think of asking him the question if in preparation for each of these episodes of focuses on an iconic iconic 80s movies does he actually Go and watch the movie.
2: So that came up a lot. Um, I don't want to. I don't want to give away spoilers. But he has. A, he had a cool answer that made me respect him even more. Um, that meaning that basically, in short, he he's already familiar with a lot of this stuff, and so he's mm. not. It's not like he has to learn about. There's a few things though. We gave him some homework. You got to tune in to hear which homework, which movie. Right. He walked all right. away being like me, me saying like you got to go watch this now. All right. So, uh, so all right. And with that, I guess we'll we'll have. Out, love you guys. Love you guys. So Bye. Fun. Bye. Bye. Good job, guys. Okay. Love you.
1: Okay, wait, guys. This morning.
2: Wait, my phone. My now. Now, by the way, my image capture won't. Import any photos. It just sees my iPhone and it won't import anything.
1: This morning, Tanya was but just Because
0: if you have iCloud, Shy, it. it's already on the cloud. Wait, you don't need to import. Do photo stream. It'll just so be how, on the computer. How, how do
2: I open that?
1: Just open, uh, go, okay, go to so iPod. In photos? iCloud or here. photos? Here's what you go to go to your finder.
2: Okay, my finder.
1: And then, and then if you go to,
2: hold on. Hold on,
1: I have to figure it out. It should just be that if you open up your photos application...
2: Oh, yeah, I've opened that up before. It's, like, destroyed my computer. Okay, so I open that up, and it says updating library.
1: They should just be in there.
2: Nope, I can't even get into my photos preferences.
0: Well, then you should call Apple. Uh, You know, you can just call them for free. They just talk to you now. Now they don't charge you.
2: It's really stressful but I just want to I don't want to spend the afternoon on the phone with Apple Um, you know there was a time when you could just get your photos god damn it Apple yeah man they are the worst